USA Radio News with Kenneth Burns. The wait might be down to 14 hours, but it's still hours long before anyone in line reaches Westminster Hall, where Queen Elizabeth II is lying in state. Knowing that people have been waiting all night and all day at this point, King Charles and Prince William decided to pay a visit to people waiting in line, thanking them for their patience. The new Prince of Wales even joking with some in the crowd. Yeshiva University has pulled the plug abruptly on all student club activities due to a Supreme Court decision removing a hold on a court order forcing the Orthodox Jewish school to recognize the YU Pride Alliance, an LGBTQ group. University officials said in an email to students that it will immediately take steps to protect its religious freedom. Republican leaders in the Arizona legislature say they will not try to defend a law it passed recently that would limit up-close filming of police. A federal judge blocked the law from taking effect next week on First Amendment grounds. The new law was challenged by news media organizations and the ACLU. The bill's sponsor said he has not been able to find an outside group to defend the law. The groups fighting the new law will now ask for it to be permanently blocked. The Justice Department asking a federal appeals court to let it use documents seized at Mar-a-Lago for their investigation into how former President Trump used those records. A lower court barred the department from using the materials. The department told the 11th Circuit that the documents taken from the South Florida estate includes highly sensitive documents and that denying prosecutors immediate access to them would delay their investigation at a heightened risk to national security. It's asking for a ruling, quote, as soon as practical. A hurricane warning is in effect for Puerto Rico ahead of Fiona's landfall. You are listening to USA Radio News. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says he's just begun to relocate migrants who cross the border to Democratic-led areas. This week, the Republican chartered two flights carrying migrants believed to be from Venezuela from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. Why sanctuary jurisdiction? Well, they give them benefits. They do. And so that's likely what they're going to do. Why are we not doing that? Because we're not a sanctuary state and we want to make sure that we have people here legally. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, a fellow Republican, says the group of migrants was being offered housing and support services at Joint Base Cape Cod, emphasizing that the move was voluntary. Immigration lawyers have been scrutinizing DeSantis's tactic. A former top official in the White House is in recovery. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is revealing she had undergone surgery to remove her thyroid after a cancer diagnosis. The former White House press secretary and now Republican nominee for governor of Arkansas said in a statement her doctor ordered a biopsy for an area of concern this month with the test revealing the cancer. 
She said the surgery was successful, and she is now cancer-free. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Attorneys for Nicholas Cruz, the gunman in the Parkland, Florida school shooting, asked the judge to recuse herself from the case after she scolded them when they abruptly rested their case after calling a fraction of their witnesses. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that. So I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one. 1-800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Good morning. Welcome to the third hour of Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Kunin, filling in for Fred Penny. I'm normally seated to the left of Fred. Yes, for those of you, for those of you well versed in the Bible, I would be the person on the left. The person on the right, the righteous, is Denise Dirk, seated on the right of Fred when he is here, and Denise is here today in her position of prominence. How are you? How are you holding up for this third hour? I'm holding up really well. I just, uh, you know, I I was kind of thinking about the Queen, and you know, things that have happened, and I'm surprisingly emotional about it. Um, I didn't expect to be, but I, I guess I'm a little emotional about losing our the Queen of England. She was a big stone that fell in a big pond, and the ripples of her life affected almost everything in ways we can't really imagine. Right. I never knew anybody else in that role, and. So anyway, that's kind of a little bit of a downer. I didn't mean to start off as a downer, but I'm glad she's getting the recognition and, and people are giving her the honor that she really did deserve. Yep, 70 years. On the upside, the Brigham Young and, and Oregon game is tonight. Is that at Otson or is that in Provo? It's at Otson and it's um, right after this show. It's at 1230, wow. right? Yes. Wow. Yes, it's a daytime sh- uh, game. And um, well, you know where I stand on that. Go Ducks! Yeah, and you know, hey. 
And I, I, I am go Cougars, a phrase, Likewise. a yeah. phrase that works in has several, a double entendre. S- several, several contexts. Uh, you were shouting that last night, weren't you, Todd? Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I just, I just, I, you know. I, he mistook his cat as a cougar. Or what? <laughs> no. Or was it? Or what? No. You're number one, Denise. You are number one. Todd I, has a kitty. I, I, I just reminded of, uh, you know, every once in a while things come up, the funny things that I remember from back when my kids were young and I was still married, and then I tell them, and then people go, now we know why you're not married anymore. What does Todd's cat say? Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there was the, there, <laughs> that one. <laughs> the, the non-cougar figure, was that what she was alluding to? No, she was referring to, uh, Oh. okay, I'm going to tell a story here. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> so before, before, I got, before I got married... My my now former spouse. She wanted me to to get a tan so that we would look good in the wedding photos. Because yeah, I have kind of lighter skin. She she wanted me to get a tan and to do all of that. And so I went into the tanning booth and she said, Make sure you move around because I don't want any I don't want any uh, spots or yeah, shadows or anything. So before I went <laughs> before I went into the tanning booth. She didn't know about this. I took some suntan lotion and drew a big smiley face on my torso, the front. <laughs> and she didn't see that until later on when yeah, yeah. smiley face. As the evening progressed, shall we say. When, yes. when, when she could no longer say no. <laughs> but the, uh, but the, the, the cougar-related one was... Uh, well, how came. long after that were you divorced? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that was wedding day. <laughs> So the, the cougar-related, though, one was when we, uh, we took the kids to the zoo, and, and there was a wildcat exhibit, and there was a big sign that said, do not feed the cougars. Sure, yeah. <laughs> At which point it said, see, kids, your mom's friends can't eat here. <laughs> oh, 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 And how long after that were you divorced? Oh, oh that was not very long after that. That was, uh, That's a shocker, isn't it, Denise? That was, that was uh, maybe a year or so after that. <laughs> Well, oh come on, come oh, on! I think it's great. I love it. <laughs> but that is yes, yes. Brigham Young University is playing the University of Oregon in Oregon. A lot of storylines. The head coach for Brigham Young not only used to be an assistant coach for Oregon, but also interviewed for the head coaching job last December hmm. in Oregon, and shortly thereafter was signed to a very long-term extension with Brigham Young University, and so, you know, there's all of that going on. And also, yeah, based on Georgia. body type, based on body type, audition for the duck role, the actual mascot. Oh. <laughs> and then, you know, that um, the former assistant coach for Georgia is now the coach for Oregon. Did you know that? I, then, I didn't know that, yeah, but how does then, that tie to BYU? It doesn't. It ties to Oregon. I'm just oh, finishing okay. the story. Oh, right. it you got to the, bring it back to the Ducks, you guys. It doesn't tie to the team that's going to win, so we don't care. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I haven't you. been rude yet. We're teasing you. It's a joke, and you know it. And you know it, we we can't no mention we can't mention <laughs> we can't mention the word duck without saying duck, duck, and goose. Goose being the title of uh, our illustrious hosts new book out that yes. uh, was, maybe still is, number one on Amazon Amazon in the West Coast. So go ahead and look for Goose Online by Fred Penny. It's a, it's a great read. It's, it's the first of three. Yes. So it's going to be a really important read. 
Amazon Books. If you're interested in having a successful life on wondering how people do it, read Goose. There you go. Now, a lot of times we say this, and we really mean this, that uh, people really tune in because they like case or no case. And it's our third hour. Cal has risked his eternal soul on two occasions so far in this show already by bearing false witness, lying to us. And giving a bad date. But You know, just all of that. And he's going to try to redeem himself now. Well, there's a message on the voicemail about this. It says this. I like the Amadrosa Valley. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yeah! Roger Crovisier was cheap. He made a long commute in a Volkswagen sedan. He bought that car specifically to save money. Well... The inevitable happened, and Roger got in a pretty bad car accident. His wife had lobbied for a larger car, and after the accident, that happened. But Mrs. Crovisier saw the permanent injuries her husband sustained in that fateful on that fateful December day and decided it was time somebody held the German car maker accountable. So she went to her attorney and asked if she might sue the car maker, Volkswagen. He asked on what grounds. She laid out all of her complaints, the size, the flimsy metal, the propensity for the magnesium engine to catch fire and burn and not be able to put out when you dump water on it, the whole deal. And her attorney, a prominent lawyer from the Alioto firm in San Francisco, started working on some paperwork and gathering up information to see if he might file the first case or no case against Volkswagen. So, Mr. Kunin, that's your question. Case or no case? I don't believe it's me. I think it's best. Oh, okay. Mr. Denise, whichever. Denise, yes. are you first? Yep. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. That's all right. I don't have a date in there, you notice. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I, I noticed that. Okay. Did the Volkswagen well, have a parachute that didn't open? I just want to know. <laughs> mm, okay. Maybe. Go on. So he, he commuted in, a, in the Volkswagen sedan, and he got into a car wreck. Yes. But the question becomes, does the car wreck actually relate to um, the car itself uh, and the wreck. Was it the wreck caused by the size of the Volkswagen or by the chintzy metal used in the Volkswagen or the engine catching on fire? I mean, did he get injured and it catch on fire? I mean, she wouldn't have any kind of a case unless those defects to that vehicle related directly to the wreck of the car. Hmm. Stop making fun of me, Todd. What? What? I'm just, I'm just wondering if you're arguing that when it comes to Volkswagens and Rex, the size doesn't matter. But go no. on. No. <laughs> size of the vehicle. He had to go there, didn't he, Denise? I don't understand. Yeah, he went there. But and, you know and, what? I, I helped her out but, because we're going to a break, and it's going to give her more time to oh, think about it. Can I like put this off for one whole minute? I think I can because I have a really good suggestion about the law firm that you mentioned. The Alioto firm? Yes, sir. Well, they were pretty prominent, you know. In, yep. uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, so so uh, you're going to hear my answer when we get back. You want to take us out, Todd? <laughs> well, you hear Todd's answer, well, too. Very Todd is busy being amused at his, uh, at his pithy comments. So <laughs> we'll be back. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> uh, hold on. This is Radio Law Talk. We have more coming up. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce on September 9th, myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books, September 9th. This is Denise Sturks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Come on. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. 
Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Boys are weird. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So we are back in the middle of case or no case. The question deals with whether or not a lawsuit was filed against Volkswagen in an accident case. That's just in a in a nutshell. And and it was Denise's turn. She she went first on this one to give her answer. Now, I would be ris- remiss if I did not point out that I helped Denise buy some time so she would have time over the break to formulate her answer. And as the break was ending, she gets off her phone and says, oh, my gosh, I still got to come up with an answer. <laughs> and Denise is thinking, you can buy me time or you can buy me dinner when you lose to me on case I'm <laughs> okay. okay. So, so right. Denise, what sayest thou? Well, I think that um, Cal made up everything because he just throws in Ally Auto Firm just to kind of give it some credibility. And I really don't think that this is a case whatsoever. You are so, so I'm mean to me sometimes. No case. So mean to me sometimes. Have you noticed this, Todd? I have I have noticed it's just like being at home. Listen, okay, go ahead. I, I, I have noticed <laughs> that Denise is very forthcoming with her opinion on, in this case, something that I absolutely agree with her on. <laughs> that you have totally made this up and thrive. Tried to throw in some <laughs> some facts by by referring to the Aliado firm as if somehow we're supposed to go. Oh my gosh, that must mean something. He never, you know, he never makes up that stuff. Cal never has a second cup of coffee at home. You know, <laughs> kudos if you oh were, if gosh. you know that commercial reference. I, I don't. Yeah. It was Uban. Oh, okay. Oh. Uban, would you like another cup of coffee, sir? Bill never has a second cup of coffee at home. You, Ben, taste so good, you'll drink twice as much and be amped up. Anyway, so... I thought we agreed on another thing. What what did we agree? Something that you raised kind of before to throw me off my game. Uh, That size doesn't matter. I, I don't recall right? coming to something. You don't remember that? that? I, unfortunately, I recall, as does Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the Okay. Sun. What was our agreement? <laughs> I, say, I say no case, Cal. You have made this up. You will enjoy your dinner in H-E double hockey sticks Here's what because I say. of your lie. Here's what I say. You're all No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no this, uh, uh, no case. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, I got, uh, at least I got one point, and at least Denise didn't take a tack to deliberately stop me from getting points this time. Although it's not an unusual thing for her to do. Uh, that's case or no case, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not saying that I resent that, Denise. And now back. I went first. I wasn't the one that kept you from Go Cougars. Go Cougars. KBYU. Okay, back. back. <laughs> oh, back. way to throw down. You know, it is. I am. I am so happy that there is this protective glass between Cal in the in the engineering booth and us here in the in the studio room. Otherwise, I'm pretty certain I'd see some throwing down going on. I'm sure you would. And Denise has a pen in a strategically placed throwing position at the moment. And I, of course, am. Uh, Unhappy. 
I'm just unhappy about the whole thing because you guys, I, I thought I had you there. All right. Back to the show, you guys. Cal's growing this beard out for playing Santa Claus yes. later on this year. I could just say, Mommy, why does Santa Claus have a black eye? <laughs> well. <laughs> and why does he look so irritated? What's going on with that? <laughs> oh, brother. So, okay. when we went into the break uh, at, the, at the end of last hour, we were talking about the DNA collection. And, and whether or not it is, you, you have an expectation of privacy, whether or not somebody has an expectation of privacy in their DNA and how that plays out in a criminal case. And, and I was going to offer this. So, so the idea here is if, the, if, the, if law enforcement has a DNA sample that was left at the scene by the perpetrator, but they don't know who that person was, all right? So the question here is... Typically, what they've been doing up till now is running that DNA sample through some of these genealogical databases to see if there's a hit. And, and the thing that's helpful for law enforcement is, let's say that the perpetrator never deposited their DNA with the database, but a family member did. The DNA match is going to be so close that they can then zero in on that family member and and usually are able to opine whether or not the DNA of the perpetrator is a, is a, a father or a, a son, cousin. a cousin, something like that, and it helps to narrow down their search. Well, And they basically the, the law officers uh, will then create the family tree and, and determine, because uh, they don't know if it's on the mother's side or the father's side, right? Right. So they really do have to build up and create the family tree before they can figure that out. So, so what they'll do is once they've created that family tree, they will then go surveil the people that they think are the most likely to be the perpetrator within the family tree. And that's when they go through and they look for DNA maybe left on a Coke can or something that was discarded in the trash. If they can get that, then they test it. And if there is a match to that which was left by the perpetrator... Then they'll go get a warrant to actually physically take that person's DNA so they can do this match. So a lot of step-by-step -step processes. Right. And so there's no expectation of privacy if you drink out of a Coke can and then you discard it in the garbage. You've gotten rid of that. You have not protected it. You don't have expectation of, uh, of privacy as to that DNA sample on that um, garbage. Similarly... If you are the perpetrator of the crime, you don't have an expectation of privacy in the DNA sample that was deposited with the genealogical agency by your cousin. So I don't have an expectation of privacy in anything my cousin did. And if I'm ultimately charged, if I was the perpetrator, my cousin wouldn't have standing in a criminal prosecution against me to suppress evidence that he had submitted because he's not the one charged with the crime. But a lot of these agencies are developing rules right now, right? that are prohibiting that what's going on really quick well the, just imagine uh the chilling effect to a victim or to victims um if their dna samples from rape kits are being used against them in future crimes or past crimes even and that's really what this is about we're trying to become protective of dna samples that are given by victims and helping to protect their right of privacy as to that dna because victims need that kind of help and that's dna in a nutshell 
<laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to follow up or, or finish up with a case that just came from the Supreme Court uh, about a religious institution, how that impacts them, and a couple of others about Netflix. Don't go away. We'll be back after Stay this. tuned. This is Radio Law Talk. Thank you, Todd. Todd and Denise will be right back with more after we take a break right here on Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376. That's 800-918. USA Radio News. President Biden is crossing the pond ahead of the state funeral for Queen Elizabeth II. People waiting in line to file past the casket were greeted by King Charles and Prince William, who made an unannounced visit. As expected, the Justice Department has filed their appeal against an order barring it from using documents seized at former President Trump's Florida estate. A Trump-appointed judge denied a similar motion on Thursday. Yeshiva University, an Orthodox Jewish school in New York, abruptly suspended all student club activities after the Supreme Court lifted a hold on an order forcing the school to recognize an LGBTQ student group. Puerto Rico is under a hurricane warning as Fiona heads towards the island. Meanwhile, western Alaska is dealing with remnants of a typhoon expected to bring high winds and flooding to the region. I'm Kenneth Burns, USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. 
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-568-2790. 800-568-2790. Call now. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Are, Are you serious? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So there was a, uh, a story in the news, story that we saw and we want to cover, and it has to do with a decision by the U.S. Supreme Court, a 5-4 decision. And it's not, it's not an opinion like, a, like any of the other opinions that we've seen where now this is the law of the land moving forward or what have you. What happens oftentimes, or frequently with the court, is if there is a, something that one party wants to appeal and they have to go through an appellate process, but they think, you know, we think that we're going to win on this. Sometimes they can apply for a temporary injunction seeking that the court order something to occur or not happen while the case is pending an appeal. And in this case here, just so you have context, this was a, a lawsuit involving Yeshiva University in New York. And there was a, an LGBTQ club that had applied for recognition by the university to engage in university-authorized club activities. And the university denied the club activities, citing that the club's purpose and all that was contrary to the, the religious teachings of the Torah, the religious teachings of the university. Well, the club, citing a recently enacted New York State law said, well, this law says you have to recognize us. The university said, we're part of the exception carved out for religious universities. And the club said, no, you're not. And the New York court, trial court, agreed with the club. And so then the university appealed and they 
to supposed to appeal up the chain of command in, or up the appellate chain in New York, but they applied with the U.S. Supreme Court for an injunction allowing them to or keeping them from being required to acknowledge this club while the appeals uh, process is taking place. And this last week, the U.S. Supreme Court, in a 5-4 ruling, came out and said, we're not going to grant your request for a stay requiring, uh, keeping you from having to recognize the club. We're not going to grant your request. You have to recognize the club while the appeal is pending at this point. So it's not a decision on the merits of the case. It's more a decision by the court of saying, there are certain hoops you got to jump through from an appellate procedure standpoint, and you didn't jump through them. You you came right to us initially. Got to avail yourself of the state um, procedure. Yes, and and, and remedies. And, and we're not going to let you circum. Even if I mean, it's one of those things where I, I could see the court saying, even if we thought your appeal was valid or whatever, you still got to do this stuff. It's inappropriate for you to come directly to us and ask for this relief before you've exhausted your appellate remedies. Yeah, and there was a dissent by Alioto, and it's one of those things that I don't really like to see. And that's where he says, if this case comes back up through the state court and we will hear it, uh, I would decide it this way. And I don't agree with him doing that at this point in the juncture. He should not be saying... I already have pre-judged uh, this case, and I just think that that needs to stop in our Supreme Court. We need to get grip on that. You don't make, need to make any unnecessary comments. Um, it's just really important for that not to happen at this stage. One of the reasons I think judges do sometimes make those type comments is because one of the considerations when you're seeking injunctive relief is you have to show to the court that you believe you're likely to prevail on your appeal. So, so let's say, for the sake of arguments, that the, the uh, university had shown that they are likely to prevail. We can address that in a minute because I don't know that I think that they're going to be able to show that. But let's say that they could show that they were likely to prevail on appeal. And, and ultimately, that they did prevail on appeal. Well, the reason a court has to make a determination about likelihood to prevail if they're going to issue a preliminary injunction before they hear the case mm -hmm. is because sometimes, you know, somebody would say, well, if I'm likely to prevail on appeal, but it's going to take you a year to make your decision, I'm going to be harmed for that year when I would have otherwise won. So I understand why they issue those statements sometimes and look at it on the likelihood to appeal. But I got to say, it, and in several respects, I'm as conservative as they come. I agree with the majority in this case because you have to follow those steps. If they let you circumvent those steps, where do they draw the line with other folks? And then, and then the other issue is with the underlying case here, with the underlying suit, I recognize that there is a, a, California, a New York carve-out for religious institutions. I think that the hurdle that Yeshiva University is going to face moving forward in this is that their charter, their charter for incorporation as a university, they amended back in 1967 to remove the language saying that this university existed for the purpose of religious instruction. 
it, it, it is for granting of degrees, and because they remove that language, they may have a hurdle. Now, maybe if they put that back in, they can take advantage of the carve-out, but you took it out like 54 year, 55 years ago. And I think that's really important because the dissent focused on the holy interpretation of the New York State to the Holy Scripture and kind of, you know, undermining a little bit the Torah, kind of, you know, being like, you know, we can't interpret that in in a a manner that um, is other than Holy Scripture. But you're right, they didn't address that fact, and that was important. But Aliotto did say that... The university would likely win if its case came before us, if its case, not this case, but if the case. And that just, in my opinion, that always gets under my craw because I really do not see any reasons why judges, especially justices of the U.S. Supreme Court, should make comments like that 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 lead to people believing they're predisposed. I want to believe in my my U.S. Supreme Court. I want to believe they're unbiased. I want to believe they're taking it on a case-by-case basis basis by the facts that are presented right before them and not prejudging cases. If a judge during the confirmation process when asked about how they'd rule on a certain issue regardless gives the standard answer I I don't prejudge cases until they are before me. So I can't answer your question. I will apply the law to a case, and I won't. I'm not going to prejudge a case until the issues are before me, and that case is before me. I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Then why is it okay for a judge, in an opinion like this, to say what they would do on a case that has yet to be before them on the stated issues? Yeah, I, I agree with where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, it's that, just I, I just hope that 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 um, is not always misinterpreted. Yep. You know, I, I just hope that it's not. Not so this is way. Justice Alito only that's doing that? Or no, was no, it? it was joined by Coney Barrett and um, Thomas yeah. and um, Kavanaugh. So was, it was, was those it, was, four. I, I think it was, it was either Kavanaugh or Gorsuch. I know that Kavanaugh and Gorsuch were not. No, you're right. It was Gorsuch. Gorsuch, because Kavanaugh, yeah. Kavanaugh agreed with the majority. Yeah, you're right. Which, okay. which, is, which, which raises, was his reasoning, actually. Which raises another issue, and, and that is, you know, we—, we you hear all the time during confirmations about these these pontifications of well this judge is going to be a shill for this side this judge is going to decide this way this way and and you know here you've got justice gorsuch right gorsuch who wrote the legislation or wrote the opinion that actually protected the lgbtq rights on a decision about 2 years ago and now he is in the minority dissenting in this one right um but you've got he and Kavanaugh on opposite ends, both of whom were appointed by the same president, went through the same confirmation, had the same thing said about them, that they were, oh, they're just going to rule for conservatives. You know, if anything, you can look at something like this and, and have hope for, to the extent you can, impartiality among the Supreme Court, that you've mm-hmm. got people that were certain they were going to r- rule conservatively or in a line with conservative groups, and here they're not. They're, they're on opposite sides of the issue. So. Todd, I also think it gives people pause when you read a news item that says, this will be a conservative court, this is a conservative court. 
You, you just can't do that because each of those judges, I, I mean, I followed the confirmation like you. They each said, look, I'll just follow the law when I see what's going on here. Best, right? e- best yeah. example, yeah. best example, Justice Roberts. Boy, when he was confirmed, everybody thought that, oh, we're just one judge away from a completely conservative court. Right. Can anybody look at Justice Roberts' decisions over the what, decade and a half, two decades that he's been on the Supreme Court and say that he has been firmly in the camp of every conservative issue? No, you can't. Hard no, I, once, once Justice yeah. Kennedy left. Um, Justice Roberts stepped into that place where he is more of a. Um, what you call a wobbler, I guess, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, well, trying to keep the court, I think, um, steadfast in a way. Um, and I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. But I, I just. I, I, I hope everything works out with our U.S. Supreme Court. I do. I do too. We'll be back for our final segment after this. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk with Todd Kunin and Denise Dirks, and they have a lot more to say in our final segment, which comes up after we break away, right here on your favorite local radio station and streaming live on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce on September 9th, myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books, September 9th. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the... You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. 
orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic, and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan. But we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. Well, well, well. R. Kelly back in the news. R. Kelly found G. Yilty <laughs> of uh, some more offenses after a trial in his home state of Chicago, Illinois. I, I realize Chicago is not a state. I'm waiting for people to you know, hammer on me. Chicago, Illinois. It's a state of mind. It, it, it could be. Yes, it could. <laughs> what, 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 what happened in this one? Well, this is really interesting because it's, at the center of this trial is a video. And there's a video. And that video, he was actually charged with child pornography way back, I think it was as early as 96. And, um, and he was acquitted of that charge because the person in the video um, refused to really cooperate and to testify against him. And, you know, wouldn't identify herself in the video and that type of stuff. So you're thinking, okay, so how can he be charged again for the same crime? Well, it's not a state crime now. He's being charged with a federal crime, and the federal crime is child pornography. And we have, we have covered this before on Radio Law Talk about how just because a charges on the state level uh, go towards an acquittal or what have you, even if there, uh, there's a conviction, it doesn't prevent the same charges for the same or similar charges for the same conduct to also be brought on a federal level this does not violate the double jeopardy clause of the constitution that's right and so he's been tried and he's was also charged with witness tampering um uh, you know rising out of that previous trial and i misspoke it wasn't in the 90s it was 2002 um and so um, that victim, um, she came forward this time. She's now 37 years old. She's no longer under his influence as she was before. Um, and so she um, testified as to what happened and uh, identified herself and identified 
R. Kelly and was a very important prosecution witness in this matter. Um, so he's got convicted of six counts of child pornography. And the, there were two other men that were charged, too, and they were both um, acquitted. And um, he, now, he's already serving a 30-year prison sentence in, as a result of the conviction that he had out of the state of New York, which was also, I believe, in federal court. And so now he has this conviction of a federal offense at a federal court in Chicago. And, you know, I, I suppose somebody could look at this and say, well, are the, he has yet to be sentenced on this. And so the question is, if he gets sentenced, is the court going to run that time concurrent or consecutive? I, I would think that it's going to be run consecutive. So, I do too. So Child pornography charges, they, they have carry a very heavy burden and a sentence for sure. And um, yeah, I think that R. Kelly's looking at some, maybe the end of lifetime. It, it, it could very well be. And it's, it's a federal sentence. So whatever, I mean, he's doing 30 years, he's going to have to do 85% of that time. So you, you know that he's already, I think 85% of 30 is somewhere around 25, 26 years. So he's already got that. And uh, you know, it, it's going to be it's going to be tough for Mr. Kelly, Mr. R. Kelly. Right. Yeah. Um, Denise, let me ask you a question: Can can the IRS can the IRS go after Sea Biscuit and Mr. Ed? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That all depends, and you know what it depends on. What? Uh, that's a perfect lawyer answer, by the way. It depends, <laughs> but on what? It depends on if they're classified as perishables. Now, I know that sounds funny. You would not think that's what the, it is, but that is exactly what it is. We have a case where they uh, seized a champion 15-year-old Holsteiner horse that was purchased for $750,000. And they needed to sell that horse quickly because the cost of that horse was going to be forty-five dollars to $50,000 a year. And they couldn't go through their normal channel of doing the auction sale and doing all of that because of the cost of the horse and the needs of a horse. And so the IRS came out and said, if it's a perishable item, which is defined under there, and horses fall under the perishable property items because they have a short life expectancy or a limited shelf life, and because of that, they are just likely to perish, and they may be food, flowers, plants, or livestock. And that uh, horses fall under livestock category of perishable items. I, I, I was going to vote nay, but, but obviously <laughs> I got it wrong. So. Well, you know, the horse uh, in question, when, uh, when federal authorities and then the media sought a statement from the horse, all they got was... <laughs> But he could count. <laughs> but he could count. And, and, and talk, apparently. And apparently had an aversion to glue. I don't know what don't that know is, why. but... Uh, oh, brother. So the, so and braids. Glue and braids? Mm-hmm. What's the braids? Tell. Oh, oh. Mane. There, there you go. <laughs> His main objection was braids. <laughs> oh, brother. See, we're, all, we're getting off the rails here. Yeah, we're oh, okay, all right. So, so we've been teasing this one. What is... What is Netflix being sued for now? So, so we've, we've let, got, let, me, let me pretend a background. Yeah. And now, what is Netflix being sued for now? With the story, here's Todd. So, 
we, we did a, we did this story, oh, I want to say it was like four, five, six months ago. There's a miniseries on Netflix, great miniseries, I really liked it, called The Queen's Gambit. And The Queen's Gambit follows the story of an uh, orphan female who was a savant when it came to chess and then rose through the ranks. It's, it's a fictitious story. Rose through the ranks and to eventually take on the Russian grand champion male. And it was how she fought through a perception that women couldn't play chess and she proved that she could kick butt and take names and all that. Well, at one point in time in this grand champion uh, match, there's a scene in the movie where the camera pans and as it's panning, it, uh, it, the, the announcer who is doing play-by-play -play for chess, a riveting job, I know, uh, says, and, and there's this person and this person, and there's a no, Nona Gapridashavli, the female champion. Of course, she's never faced a man. And that statement led Netflix to be in a lawsuit because that individual had certainly faced men and beaten them Prior to the, the... And that was in the game of, of chess. Yes, right. and, and prior to the date of this... Yes, exactly. Uh, and because this was not a fictional account, but a fictionalized account of her life, right? I it, just well, want to make sure. No, yeah. no was, she it, was a player that was a real player in the in the chess field. Or a, right. Chess. You know, field. Yeah, yes. But I'm saying they didn't do it. This wasn't a biography. It was no, a fictionalized it, it was account. Yeah. And so, so the issue here is, can a... Can a can a production be held liable if they reference an actual person in a work of fiction? And they, Netflix sought a dismissal of the lawsuit on that grounds, and the trial judge said, no, I'm not going to dismiss it. And so they appealed that ruling to the Ninth Circuit. The Ninth Circuit said, we will hear the appeal, and then the parties settled. Hmm. So that has been yes. taken and care of. That was a Russian, a very famous Russian um, chess player. She was really well known, she especially was. in Russia. She was known here too, but she was really, really a popular um, character in Russia. So it's yeah. like doing a lunar shot story, go past, panning past Neil Armstrong and saying, "You know, he never walked on the moon." I mean, I mean, yeah. obviously the facts belied the claim made. Exactly. I just think that you're going to have Netflix has two other lawsuits up on the same issue about the way actual people are portrayed in a docudrama and uh, we'll see how those shake out but right now you know what's interesting todd you guys have had so many great takes in the show some of them have taken a little time to unfold but now it's time for us to listen to your and denise's quick takes denise are you ready with yours or should we go with todd first uh i'm ready with mine three two one go R. Kelly, I believe I can fly, I believe I can touch the sky, is no longer valid. He probably won't see the light of day again. Well, that, that looks like it's the way it might go. Mr. Kunin, what is your quick take today? Oh, I guess unless he's on... Oh. <laughs> I almost took yours. <laughs> you, you know, you know when, I was, uh, when I was a kid, if I, I would have gladly accepted home detention by my parents as long as that home detention was... Overseen by the Federal Pre-Trial Services Agency. Because <laughs> I'd have gotten in no small amount of trouble Isn't being supervised by them. Hey, uh, where's Todd? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Send the police over. <laughs> That'll do it for this uh, Radio Law Talk. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Have a good week, folks. You have
have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our healthcare. No doubt, this is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly healthcare costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with healthcare costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Bible.